This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. It's Taco Tuesday! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Throws wide open receiver Tyreek Hill, and you're not going to catch him. Hill down the east sideline taunts Devontae Harris as he rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. According to Jim, is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Miles spins, stays on his feet at the 45. He's got blockers in front of him. 30, 10, 5, touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. Number 5, you better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. Got that wood right here. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Great insight today, Steve. <laughs> Man, you, you disappointed me. You disappointed the, well, the, I the got, listeners. Well, I got flustered. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson. Looking good with a fresh haircut today, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Did you enjoy your weekend? Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. Not bad at all. Got to watch uh, a little football. I watched KU, uh, K-State a little bit. And then, of course, we did Mac College basketball. That's right. Uh, on Saturday, great wins for the Bulldogs over Tabor. Anytime you can beat Anytime you can sweep Tabor, that is a monumental night because Tabor has had tremendous programs through the years. Their women were picked to win the conference at the start of the season. Uh, their men are, a little, are down a little bit from where they've been, uh, but it was two exciting games. Uh, in the men's game, the Bulldogs were down six at half, came back, uh, ended up winning, what, by six, I think six. it was? They 83 won, 77. Yeah, 83 77. Then the women's game was just fabulous, uh, very tight, hardly any separation between the teams all night. And and uh, Kristen Branscom made a shot from the base. Kirsten. Kirsten, I'm sorry, Kirsten. Uh, Kirsten Branscom. I don't know why. It's sort of a popular name in Arkansas, Kirsten. Is that right? Yeah, my cousin, her name is but Kirsten. But she had a really tough little, about an eight-foot baseline shot uh, to win the women's game. So that really great momentum boost for both Bulldog teams as they go on the road on Wednesday. And then, uh, of course, yesterday watched a lot of football, uh, watched the Cowboys game. Um, they just moved up and down the field all day. Still a close game, though. That game was a lot closer than it probably should have been. What about Friday? You forgot about Friday. Well, I mean, that goes without saying. The Bullpups, you know, we talked about that at length on Saturday on the coaches show that we have. Our last coaches show. That was our last coaches show, by the way. Well, until, until basketball. basketball. Yeah, until basketball season. But, but no, a great weekend and uh, uh, good football. The stinker game, though, the Sunday night game, I didn't even watch it after about the third quarter. Wasn't a lot of, of fun. 17 to 7. Rams over the Bears. Bears r- really bad offensively. The Chiefs and Bears, by the way, play later on in December. And uh, Bears offense, I just don't think they can score enough. You know, I know they got a really good defense, but they, even though the Chiefs defense isn't very good, I don't see a whole lot of playmakers for Chicago. Well, Steve, what a week we have coming up this week for our plate, for what's going on in the sports world for us. And it's not an overly busy game week, but everything that's on the line this week makes this a busy week because we're getting ready for our third straight state semifinal broadcast. McPherson will be taking on Andover Central this Friday night. 
We also have a couple of big Bulldog basketball games over the weekend at home. We're getting ready for the end of the run here for this high school football season. Canton Galva, we won't be broadcasting, but a monster game that's coming up later this week. And did you forget what today is, Steve? Chiefs. Well, not just that. we got to talk about the Chiefs a little Chiefs later Chargers. on. I don't know. It's the first day of the winter sports season. Oh, of course, yeah. Basketball, wrestling, swimming uh, starts today. Uh, bowling doesn't start until January, but their first meet. But, uh, yeah, winter sports officially kick off today. Now, Coach Kinneman is going to be without about eight guys. Coach Kretzer is going to be without 20 guys. Yeah. So, so it's going to look a little different in the practice room today compared to what it will be in, a, in hopefully in a couple of weeks. So we will be out checking things out today, and it's a busy, busy time because we're trying to get our feel for both these basketball teams as well as, as, well as wrestling. We'll be able to see them a little bit. Swimming, it's a little harder to get over there. There's no diving. Some people like to say swimming and diving, but there is no diving yeah, at McPherson. That's right. But it's a really fun week, and it's always fun, and we've been very privileged to have this the last couple of years whenever – the boys' basketball team has a few guys still sitting out that because they're still playing football. You always know something's going right whenever that happens. Exactly. And because we're getting ready for football and basketball, it's officially crossover season. We've had it a little bit at the college level, but when you get crossover at the high school level, it's a good sign. It means something's going right. That's right. And uh, I know Coach Kenneman, uh, just knowing how he is, he probably – was up at 4.30 this morning, probably at school, making out. He told us yesterday he won't be able to sleep. Yeah, he probably didn't sleep last night. Uh, you know, he, uh, you know, he's been doing this a long time, you'd think, after so many years. That, but, you know, every first day of practice is always exciting. And, you know, he's going to be doing a lot of teaching this year because he lost a lot of seniors, um, you know, lost a lot of players. And uh, Bullpups are going to be different looking this year. There's no doubt about that. They'll have a, they'll have a different look to them, I think, uh, Cody Stuffelbean is the only returning starter, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, we lost four starters from last year's team. So Cody uh, will have a new cast of characters around him, and of course he won't be at practice until the football season's over. And hopefully that's another two weeks. And what that would mean is he'd have game about, week. <laughs> yeah, uh, if the if the Bullpups make it to the state championship game on a, that Saturday, it is the, what, the 30th? Is that the date? It is the 30th. Well, the first basketball game is, is six days later. So right. not a lot of practice time. All right, Steve, we've got a lot of things to talk about today. I want to talk about the Chiefs at some point. And before we do that, let's address the college football landscape after the weekend. A couple of things that happened this weekend that are going to drastically impact what happens going forward. And again, they'll do the college football playoff rankings tomorrow night. And again, I don't care because it doesn't matter for another few weeks until the actual playoff rankings come out to determine the Final Four. The two big things that happened this weekend. Number one, Oklahoma surviving, coming back to beat Baylor after being down by 25 points. I know you and I know a lot of Sooner fans, and there's a lot of Sooner fans that live in this area. Can you imagine what they were all thinking after about 15 minutes down in Waco, Texas, going, our guys are going to lose to thinking, Baylor? I was thinking of Grandpa Danny. I was big, thinking big, of him too. Big OU fan. But, uh, no, uh, uh, we were doing basketball, so we really didn't get to see that much of the game. We saw the end. Right, about the last quarter. Yeah, about the last quarter because we were doing basketball. But uh, Baylor actually gave a much better account of themselves than I thought they would. And uh, OU had to pull that game out by three. So you can cross Baylor off the list. Because if Baylor had run the table, it's hard to keep them out. Right. The other big news from the college football weekend, Tua Tagovailoa. Done. Steve, you think you can spell that? No. 
I bet you can spell Tua. Tua. T-U-A. There you go. He will very likely be out for the rest of the season. And he had a hip displacement. His hip popped out of sync. And it is going to be... I think he's having surgery today. I knew that they took him in the helicopter from the game on Saturday to a hospital in Birmingham. But this is going to be, to me, the biggest wrinkle in this college football playoff. Because right now, there are a ton of teams that are knocking on the door of that 1 through 5, 1 through 6 range. And right now it's a little larger and some of those teams will fall off as the season goes on and they lose in conference championship games. But the last couple years, Alabama has been right on that edge. Or at least they weren't last year, but the year before that. They were that 4, 5, 6 range. And they were given the nod because people thought, okay, they're, they're not going to be an underdog against any of these teams. We've got to put them through. Right. Two years ago, they go on to win the national championship. Last year, they were undefeated going into it all. But now, without Tua, without one of the best playmaking quarterbacks in the history of the sport, and he's broken a ton of college football records, what does the committee do? Does that change their mind? That's exactly what I was thinking. Does it change their mind if Alabama and let's say, for now, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Oregon are right there on that 4-5 line. What do you do? Because before, the, the logic is, well, it's Alabama. They're really good. They've got Tua. They've got Jalen Hurts. Let's just go ahead and put them through. I don't know if that's the case this year. I don't think it can be. Because what do you got? LSU, Ohio State, Clemson right now. Those if, are the if, three if undefeated. They, if they all went out, they're locks. Right. And then the four spot... You got what? Alabama, Oregon, Utah. You're leaving out Georgia. Georgia. Well, Georgia was four last week, weren't they? Or were they five? What was Georgia last week? Well, well, in the college football playoff rankings last week, they were four. Right. And they're so, four in AP and everything as but they, well. They're going to have to play LSU at some point, more than likely. Georgia has won the East yeah. in the SEC. So that and means. And LSU's in the West. So that means they'd have to play in the championship game. So that means that if Georgia lost, well, they have two losses. Can't take that. You're done. Yeah. But where things get real interesting is if Georgia somehow beat LSU in the SEC championship game, and that would be probably a worst-case scenario for Alabama. Exactly, because you can't. just Even if LSU loses one game, they've beaten four top ten teams. Their resume's better than Alabama, they're, they're and they res- beat them. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm sorry. I know they try to get Alabama by any means necessary into the Final Four, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't deserve it. And what Alabama's got to do – and they're, let's see, they're not going to be in the SEC postseason most likely, right? They could be if LSU, but loses, if I, if LSU loses to Arkansas this weekend well, as 46-point favorites, well, then Alabama has the door reopened. Alabama needs to really put a hurting on whoever they got left to show that they're more than just Tua. But what this Alabama situation does is it opens the door for an Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. If the Sooners win out, win the Big 12 championship game, do so in impressive fashion, and it's them and Alabama that are right there on the door at four and five. I think you give the edge to Oklahoma if everything goes as well, well because I'm... Alabama would not have won a conference championship. Right. They don't have their Heisman candidate player, while Oklahoma has won a conference championship and has a Heisman player. and has a Heisman caliber player. And I think that would be fair. Well, I'm telling you right now, OU Alabama will probably end up playing each other. 
in another bowl outside of the top Oh, okay. They, th- because you threw me off. I was no, going, no, how are they no, going to do I, that? Say, say Georgia beats LSU. I mean, that's going to that, really muddy things yeah, up if that happens. But I think Alabama OU fans would love to see that because Her- Jalen Hurts against his old team. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would be a great you know, Sugar game, Bowl or that a Cotton game, Bowl. To me, that game would get more ratings than the championship game. I really believe that. And then the other teams that have a slight impact here, Penn State. They're nine and one, but they play Ohio State this week. Toast. And very likely will lose. Yeah. Minnesota, they're wiped out of the equation. Right. They lost this week. That's right. Baylor's resume is not very good. Well, you got Oregon and Utah out there, and, and who knows what kind of football they well, play. You, out Utah's in good. Oregon's yeah. good. Yeah. Now now they'll play each other at some point, right? They could potentially play in the Pac twelve championship game. Okay. But that's the only time that they could well, play so each other. So one of those teams is done. Right. So that's where this is all going to come down to, and there's a chance that some of them lose even well, before if that. Alabama makes it, if Alabama makes it with one loss. It and, depends and, on what the other teams do as but well. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't see how Alabama, any way Alabama's going to make it this year. I, I just don't. I don't know if not, they'll win the Iron Bowl. It, ooh, now that's a bowl state. They might not win the Iron Bowl. Gus Malzahn, your future Gus, coach. Gus, I sure hope not. <laughs> it would be very disappointing. Grandma Joyner wouldn't be happy. No, Well, no, she would be happy. She loves Gus. Well, Gus is hes too flighty for me. I've tried to tell my grandmother, let's not root for Gus. I don't want him. What's Tracy think? I don't know what Tracy thinks. I don't know if she's on the Gus bus. They're they're from the same neck of the country. Yeah, Gus. Gus I, went to. He's I, from Fort Smith. I've just not been sold on Gus. He, they say he's this creative offensive genius. I don't see it, but he's I'd very good him, at vests. I would have sweater taken, vests. I would have taken him at KU though. Well, of David yeah, Bader. over Turner Gill or Charlie <laughs> Wise. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, Steve. Let's take our first break. When we come back, Chiefs tonight in Mexico City trying to pick up a big win over Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. We are still in the city of McPherson and not broadcasting remote from Mexico City. We should have worked that into the contract, Steve, that when the Ooh. Chiefs go play internationally, yeah. Jim and Steve travel with. That'd be a good idea. Imagine if we were broadcasting from some little bar in Mexico City. Steve's drinking a margarita and giving us his predictions on the Chiefs. How fun <laughs> would that be? We could have been doing that. You never know. Remote. Yeah, that'd be a great remote. Yeah. <laughs> We've been trying to sell those, yeah, so yeah. I, I think this one would be really great if we were in Mexico City. Yeah. But Chiefs of the Chargers tonight from the Azteca. How many is it seat? A lot. Like 100,000? A lot. I wonder what kind of shape the field's in this year. Well, hopefully it's better than it was when Shakira rolled through. Ooh, Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. I, I like Shakira. Steve, how, how do you feel as a Chiefs fan going into tonight's game? Do you feel the pressure of this game because... If you lose, you're right there with the Raiders. Or you're actually behind the Raiders. Well, they could be because, remember, the Raiders are going to play again. Right. But you're right there with the Raiders if you lose this game. Both teams are 6-4 and four right now at this moment. Right. So, how do you feel? 
Do you feel confident? Do you feel worried? Do you feel like Phillip Rivers is due? Do you feel like Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are due? Where, where are you at? Worried. Very worried. That's they, unlike you. Because they've got Melvin Gordon back, and we saw what Derrick Henry did to the Chiefs last week. Ooh. Melvin Gordon, a similar type of back, big, you know, thunderous guy. The Chiefs don't like, you know, if it gets past the D-line, the Chiefs linebackers and D-backs, they don't like to hit those big running backs. They kind of arm tackle, you know, kind of ole tackle. And uh, Phillip Rivers, though, I've watched a few of the Chargers games this year. He's just not been very good this year. He's just, to me, he's been he's been a little off. Uh, but, you know, uh, Allen, Kareem Allen, is it Kareem Allen or Kadeem Allen? Kareem Allen, right? Keenan Allen. That's what I said, Keenan. Yeah. Keenan Allen. Somewhere in there. Yeah, it, yeah, I was getting there in a roundabout way. Keenan Allen is a Chiefs killer. That guy gets like 130 yards every game against him, and he's probably working against Breland. He. That's a bad matchup for the Chiefs. I just, but the thing is, Mahomes on a Monday night, you know he's going to do something special. He's going to do something you haven't seen before. I think this will be quite a shootout. I look for like a 33-27 type game. I think. The are Chiefs, you picking the Chiefs to win? I think the win? Chiefs are going to win, though. I just got a feeling they're going to win tonight. I think I feel confident about Kansas City. Not by a ton. I, I'm not sitting here saying they're just going to walk on down to Mexico City and say, Ole, adios, Phillip Rivers, and move on. I think they're going to have to play well. And really, I thought offensively they did everything they needed to do against Tennessee. They had almost 500 yards. The problem is, can this defense stop anybody? Can they stop anybody? Can you hold teams to less than 27 points? Yeah. You hold teams to less than 27 points, you got a pretty good shot. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem going forward is this defense making stops against an offense, even though led by Phillip Rivers, and I dog on them all the time. But they score points. They put up numbers whether it's sluggish, whether he has to throw four interceptions, whatever they have to do, they do put up numbers. And that's what's a little bit scary about this game, too. Yeah, and uh, you just, from week to week, you never know who the Chiefs are going to have available. And remember, their bye week is next week. So that's why this game is so important. Because if they can win this game, that gets them to 7-4. and four. You've eliminated the Chargers. They're done. Yeah, they're gone. See they, you later. They would be 4-7. and seven. There's Adios. No, there's no way the Chargers are going to make up three games on the Chiefs, especially since, you know, the Chiefs still have the Raiders and Chargers. I'm sorry, the Raiders and the Broncos at home. And, of course, the Chargers. And the Chargers at and, home. And the Chargers at home. So they've And then their two road games are the Bears and Patriots. They're not going to beat the Patriots. We all know that because it's December and New England never loses at home in December. But – if the Chiefs take care of business in the division, they'll be fine. As a Chiefs fan, if they lose tonight, they're six and five. Yeah. Oakland six and four. And remember, the Chiefs have a bye. The Raiders do not. They've already had and theirs. They play the Jets. I mean, yeah, and so they have Sammy D coming up next. Now that's in New York though, isn't it? Well, I just clicked away from it, Steve. Okay. I think that's in New York. It is at New York. J E T S Jets, 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 Jets. So let's say they lose. Let's say the Chiefs are six and five. Yeah. Oakland seven and four. How do you feel after that? They got to go four and one the rest of the way then. So that would put them to ten eleven and, and five and or ten and six. Ten Math, and six. Math's hard. Ten and six. And that would be to just make the playoffs, or no, are that, you feeling more of a wild card? I just division. You got Oakland's remaining schedule there. I could pull it up for you. Okay, I'm just curious who Oakland has in there. They have three division games left. The Raiders' remaining schedule at the Jets. That's a W. At the Chiefs, 
Lose. Titans at home. That's that's a that's a toss up. Jaguars at home. That's a win. At the Chargers. That's a loss. At the Broncos. You never know. Denver have nothing. Not Denver will have nothing to play for him. They'd love my nothing. guy Brandon Allen though will bring him out hey, of it. Hey, he almost led him to a victory over the Vikings. Well, they should have won. They yeah, blew it. They had three chances from the two and couldn't score. I felt a little bad for the Broncos yesterday, Steve. I don't feel very bad for them often. But I've got some Broncos friends, and first half, I'm pumping them up. I'm oh, yeah, saying, my guy Brandon Allen. 28-20-zip. Sign him up. MVP. Go get yourself a number two Brandon Allen jersey, the pride of Fayetteville, Arkansas. But then uh, defense kind of fell apart. Yeah. Wasn't, that's, wasn't good down that's the stretch. Unlike, that's unlike, you know, they shut him out in the first half. And they let it happen against Kirk Cousins. Ooh, Kirky. Captain Kirk. Yeah. Kirky. Yeah. He can't win any of those games and found a way to. Yeah. That, that wasn't it. good. No, good thing he's got that running back. It's uh, what's his name? The guy from Florida State. Are you referring to Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook. Yeah, he's pretty good. So, Steve, your final thoughts going into this game tonight for the Kansas City Chiefs? Are you encouraged? Because I, I get the feeling you are very skeptical of this game tonight. You're playing in Mexico City. Yeah, it's a weird environment. Rarefied air. It, it's different. You're at elevation. I just get the feeling. Part of me is telling me, okay, Chiefs are going to win. It won't be much of a problem. And then part of me tells me this is just going to be a strange game. And it feels like it is that way a lot with games played in international countries. That things a, are just different. This is a Chargers home game? Is that right? It is a Chargers home okay. game. So the Chiefs have three left at home and two on the road. And all of their that. division games, they still get to play at home. Yeah, and, and they won all – let's see, they won – They've won – Two for two. Yeah, they're two for two in the division. So. And this would be a chance for them to be 3-0 and in the division. Yeah. I need a score prediction from you. I think I said it earlier. 33-27. 33-27. Chiefs. Do you know what the line is on this game? I'll say Chiefs by three and a half. They've been about a three-point favorite on, on most things that I've seen. And How far can Butker kick it? elevation that's true he could kick it 60 yards i'm just worried that he won't have any grass to kick on yeah that, that it will just be rough yeah there's been some incidents when the united states men's soccer team has gone down to the azteca to play the mexican national team that there are always rumors that they're shining lasers at the players Didn't eyes. They, yeah they did that in the last nfl game it was i can't remember what the last nfl game was there but they claim that went on so do you think Patrick Mahomes will have a laser shine in his eye? It wouldn't matter because he's Superman. He doesn't even have to look. He's got his own laser. He's got laser vision. I'll be interested to see what the players take away from this experience. I think I think Mahomes goes for like 450 tonight. I wonder how far he can throw it Ooh. at the elevation. Yeah, 75 yards. Just heave it up there and let Tyreek Hill run say, underneath. Just, let, just send Tyreek Hill on about six streak routes a game. Take your chances. So you're saying 33-27 Chiefs. Right. That's your prediction. That's my prediction. I'm not very good at score predictions in terms of what the actual score will be, but I will give you my line prediction. Okay. I think the Chiefs win by eight. Really? I think they win by eight. Okay. I don't know if that means it will be eight to nothing or 48 to 40, but I think they win by eight. I think if the Chiefs show any semblance of stopping the run – They'll win the game. They'll be in charge. Yep. All right, Steve, let's take our final break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. 
Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Steve. Busy week coming up. Oh, yeah. Really busy week coming up. And I'm working on the basketball, or I should say the winter preview all week, so I got to write those stories because I got the, you know, basketball stories and wrestling and swimming, so lots of stuff to do there. Not only that, but on the show this week, really busy week. Yeah. Obviously, it's the state semifinals for football, and so we are trying to give you the best coverage that you could possibly have. On Wednesday, we have a special guest coming into the studio. Who's that? Canton Galva football coach Shelby Hoppus. Great. As we're going to we're going to break down the Eagles, try and get a preview of their matchup with Madison, and then hopefully for Canton Galva a win, and then a trip to the eight-man division one state championship game next Saturday in Newton. We're going to dissect the entire Eagle season and what a fun year it has been for Canton Galva undefeated. They had to gut through a win. On Friday and night. And I'm sure people saw that sc- score, saw f- all they saw was 42-16. What they didn't know, a lot of people probably, Canton Galva was down 16-10 to 10 after three quarters. Right. 32 fourth quarter points. And came back to win. And so we'll talk with Coach Hoppus and, and give get you a preview for what's coming up on Friday night as the Eagles will go on the road to Madison over by Emporia. And I'm sure there will be lots of blue and red driving through that area on Friday night. We'll have a bullpup football preview Thursday, just like we normally do. Right. And then it's go time, baby. Yep. Friday night, semifinals, as McPherson will be trying to reach the state championship game for the first time in program history. Did you see the weather forecast? I haven't yet. Possible snow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's supposed to be like 71 today, 67 tomorrow. And, and then it's coming. Then it falls off the planet. I'm going to pull it up for you as we're speaking here, Steve. This is really good weather predictions. Yeah, it does look like Friday, 40 degrees high, 24 low, 40% chances of precipitation. Wouldn't that be fitting? A snow game. There you go. The snow game where the Bullpups make it to the state championship game. They could play it in 90-degree weather as long as they I think you would prefer the 90-degree weather than the 40. It's just one of those weeks where there's so much excitement built up in this one game. And for McPherson, there typically is a lot of excitement. And I get people that ask me what's going on with the team every week. And most days I have somebody reach out to me and say, oh, what's going on with this, with this, with this. But this week, I've already had about 10 people from outside of the area, some inside the area say, what are their chances? What do you like? What's going to happen with this? It's just you get to this point in the playoffs, you get to this point in the season, and everybody starts to pique their interest. And, man, this is going to be a fun one. Two really good football teams this Friday night, McPherson and Andover Central. Well, they're, they're ranked one and two in the West, so obviously uh, they proved that their ranking was uh, appropriate and made the better team win. And remember, Andover Central last year was 5-5 five and five yeah. with a lot of the same guys. Yeah. And that they have flipped the switch and they have been really, they've, really they've fun to watch really this year. really terrific skill players. And we'll see a few of them in basketball here That's in about right. three weeks. Xavier Xavier Bell. Your favorite guy. Yeah. So we've got a ton to get to this week. It's going to be a fun week. One of those weeks where we really like our jobs. Yeah. It's a fun week to work. Yeah. We'd r- much rather be doing this than 
not talking about anything. How boring would it be if we said, well, basketball starts today. Yeah. No games for another three weeks. Yeah. Okay, time to go back to work. Well, I think one way or the other, we are going to be announcing a game on the 30th of November. Let's hope that we have two opportunities. That's right. And let's hope that we have to make a trip to Topeka. That's right. All right, Steve, wrapping up today's show. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.